Okay. Morning, Rabbi Sai. We're in a very, very special place. At least to me, this means a lot. I believe very much, as we just heard, that our yeshiva started right over here. Many, many years before Yeshiva Space David was established, Rabbi Shapiro had this vision that a yeshiva should be somewhere where the Bochum feel at home, somewhere where the Bochum experience not only the Ruchnias, but also the Gashmias. And it all started right over here. Rabbi Shapiro, this incredible, unbelievable Yid and massive Talmud Chacham, someone that saw, by the way, People always look at Ramei Shapiro as a visionary for the future. But he was very much concentrated on the past. Ramei Shapiro built this yeshiva called Chachme Lublin. Why is it called Chachme Lublin? Because he wanted to bring back the Chachomim to Lublin. This was the place where Torah resided. This is where the Rabbonim and the Gedolim came out from. And he wanted to continue that. He wanted to make sure that the Torah emerged right here again from Lublin. We're dealing with a Yid that understood to be the Achtas of Klal Yisrael, that his whole idea that he presented to Klal Yisrael was an amazing thing. And he said, and I experienced this myself, and anyone that travels experiences the same thing. And he said, can you imagine when a Yid gets off the boat and he arrives in America and they're learning the same daf that he was learning when he was in Poland. And then he travels to Eretz Yisrael and they're also learning the same daf. It's amazing. And I remember the first time that I traveled after starting the Dafiyomi, which I have to tell you, Rabbi Sai, I will just say quickly, in this, in this building, Ramei Shapiro, we started the Dafiyomi in Yeshiva, at the, the cycle that we just started just three years ago, whatever it was, three and a half years ago, and we decided to do one Daf. We said, Rabbi Sai, Klal Yisrael are starting Masechtas Brochus. Let's start together with them. Let's jump on the bandwagon of Yisiyatid Ishmaya. We'll learn one Daf. And I remember we had a group of, what, 12, 15 guys, some of the original guys are still sitting here now. And we opened up Masechtas Brachas, and we said, we're going to learn one daf. And the Olim said, no, no, let's continue. Let's finish Masechtas Brachas. I said, okay, we'll finish Masechtas Brachas. Here we are today, Rabbi Say, over three years later, we're in Masechtas Nazi, and the Olim are going strong day after day. The daf is unbelievable, Rabbi Say. It's really amazing. And especially the guys that leave yeshiva, how much I hear from them that they do the daf, they hear that what's going on in yeshiva, they hear the reports of the daily things of what's happening. It keeps the oilum connected. That's what made Shapiro. That's who he understood. That was his vision, and his vision came true, even though he wasn't zoicha to see much of it. But I want to say, Rabbi, say one story. I just want to say one story, which I believe to be very, very powerful for myself, and hopefully you guys will gain something from it also. Rabbi Shapiro, when he was very famous, and people came to see him from all over, he used to travel, he used to fundraise, it wasn't easy for him to fundraise, he hired himself out as a chazan at some times, he was hardly in yeshiva, it was very difficult for him to fundraise, but he did it because he felt this is what the boys need. And in one particular situation, he was in a train station, and he arrives at the train station and there's, you know, loads and loads of people coming to see him, get brachas from him, ask eitzahs. And there was one woman who came over and said, Rabbi, do you remember me? We grew up together in the same neighborhood. And she said her name. And he said, oh, yes, of course. Do me a favor. Come and see me later on where I'm staying tonight. I need to speak to you. I need to say something to you. So she said, sure, no problem. 
She got an opportunity of a private audience with Rabbi Shapiro at Skavaldik. She gets there eventually. She told the Gaboim, I have an appointment. The rabbi told me to be here. She goes inside. Rabbi Shapiro says the following. She says, I want to tell you something. Years and years ago, when we were growing up, we were kids. We were playing around, running around the streets, whatever it was. I said I had a dream. And that dream was the Dafayomi. I had this dream, this vision, that all of Kalaliso will be learning the same Daf together. And you laughed at my dream. And you said, ah, it's never going to happen. It's never going to be. Give up. There's no point. And he said, I didn't listen to you. And I kept my dream going. But can you imagine where the world would be today if I, didn't, if I listened to you? Can you imagine where the world would be today? And let's take for a moment ourselves. We know what the world looks like with Dafayomi. How many people would never have opened up a Gemara, let alone finished a Homer Sechta, finished Shas, because of Ramesh Shapiro's dream? And if he would have listened to that person that said, ah, it's never going to happen, that Dafayomi would never be here today. You know what message that tells us? Many of us have dreams. Many of us have visions where we want to be where we want our families to be, what direction our lives should take. We have dreams, we want to do things. And sometimes someone else, or maybe it's ourselves, will say, ah, it's never going to happen, you're never going to get there. There's no point, don't even try. Where would the world be if Ramey Shapiro had listened to that girl and he wouldn't have done anything? Rabbi I remember, pursue your dreams. Do whatever you need to accomplish what you can accomplish. Because Ramey Shapiro changed the world and every single one of us can do the same thing.